Hello and welcome to another episode of Worst Collection Ever presented by the Sideshow Network. The show where we tell you about our crappy comic book collection. I'm Jen. I'm Sean. And today we have a very special guest joining us. Yes, we do. It's a return guest. You may remember him from one of our episodes that we taped at the podcast festival this uh, past fall. Uh, he read a Power Man and Iron Fist book. Yes. Uh, we have the <laughs> mighty Chris Mancini from Comedy Film Nerds Yay. back here with us. Great to be back, guys. And uh, you didn't disappoint with two new... Um Reading opuses. That, uh, <laughs> now, now, now you had to read two, and uh, these were picked. Uh, well, one of these was picked at random. Mm-hmm. This one we just came in. Uh, the first one we're going to read uh, came into our possession recently. Yeah, and you know, was, you just stick your hand into the long box, and whatever comes out. Actually, much. actually, actually, it's more digital this time yeah. because I have an app. Ah, that uh, it's it's a, a sorting app. For all my books, so I know that mm-hmm. they're all, what, the, what I have, so I don't buy things that are multiple. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought I was the only one who did that. Oh, no, 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 no. It, it started becoming after, a problem. After we started buying like three or four of the same one, <laughs> now we check. Well, it started getting really tough because once at one point I was buying all the DC, I, I found all the DC who's who's mm-hmm. from the 80s, and but I couldn't remember which ones I had or didn't have, so there was a few multiples that I would buy, and I was like, shit, that sucks because I could have spent that money on something else. So now here I am able to, you know, keep track. So I, it has an option, though, where if you shake it, it picks a random book from your thing. Oh, that's cool. So I was like, okay, what are we, we going to read? And up came the uh, nice. second book. But this uh, yeah, this first one was... Uh, yeah, sometimes uh, people on my Christmas list get an extra graphic novel because I mistakenly <laughs> picked so up many. a dupl- yeah, duplicate. So uh, <laughs> speaking of graphic novels, uh, you're here specifically also as well to promote... A Kickstarter project that yes. you were uh, you are pre- uh, presenting to the folks. Uh, would you care to go ahead and just fill people in? Absolutely. This is a uh, a really uh, special graphic novel. It's a comedy uh, fantasy, and it started out with the idea of that you know the, the kids that I've always when I grew up reading fairy tales and you know Lion the Witch in the Wardrobe. Um, I always wanted to go into one of those worlds and I thought that would Mm -hmm. be really cool. But then I thought, what happens to those kids when they come back, they grow up, they're 30 and, uh, they're pining away for their childhoods at 10 when they saved a world. Now they work in a comic book store and their life is miserable. And then what happens if that world comes calling again and they have to go back in as an adult? (laughs) (laughs) So that's the premise for uh, long ago and far away, which is my Kickstarter graphic novel. And I connected with a great artist, Fernando Pinto, who's from uh, Chile, and we put it together. It's on Kickstarter until, I believe, May 2nd, so you have a little bit of time, but don't delay. Please uh, help. (laughs) Uh, We're doing well, but, you know, every little bit helps. It's even like a $5 uh, donation really helps, but uh, there's really cool rewards that you get the digital book, you get the... um, the hard, uh, it's a soft cover, but it's, you know, a physical book in your hand that we will ship out. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that was interesting about it is I wanted to make it really funny. And so there's a lot of jokes about elves and witches and everything else. But at, at its core, it became a really personal story for me, where yeah. as we, um, as we're kids, we have like a childhood sense of wonder of everything. You know, yeah, we yeah. love fairy tales and we love stories. And as we become jaded adults, we lose that a little bit. Yeah. And uh, sometimes we lose it a lot. So I always thought, well, like, how do you gain it back? Because that's part of who you are. and You don't want to lose that part of yourself. So those are kind of the underlining themes of the um, uh, of the graphic novel, in addition to like uh, things about jokes about giant dwarves, and <laughs> it's like you're not a giant dwarf; you're just a guy with a beard. You know, <laughs> you're just. <laughs> 
It's funny as I took a second to think about that joke and I went, oh, I get it. Okay. That was a good one. And actually, uh, the first couple pages are up uh, yes. as a preview. Yep. Yeah. I wanted to make sure people could get a taste of it. Uh, so if you go to the Kickstarter page, you can, there's a video that goes in more depth. And also you can download like the first 15 pages and especially like uh, some, some bonus pages and content. So you can really get a, uh, a feel for it. But it, it's it's one of those projects that, you know, it's been in development. It's been in, you know, for animation houses and production companies. And it, it just never let me go. It was like, yeah. no, you have to get me out into the world. If it, you know, if we're in development here, no graphic novel. Mm-hmm. And then I actually got the help of some people um, in the industry, like Mark Wade. Um, I saw that. Yeah, 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 yeah. he's cool. really cool. It was uh, supposed to go into his digital arm, but then the funding fell through. But he's like, I don't care. I love this. I'm going to support it. So he's been really supportive. I've got endorsements from Mark Guggenheim, you know, showrunner for Arrow. And, Googie. Uh, yep, Googie. <laughs> <laughs> I call him anytime he yeah. – because he's been on a few podcasts uh, mm-hmm. on Sideshow. Yes. And uh, I got to meet the guy. And I was like, I was like every time I see him come to TV, I'll like, I'll yell at Jeff, like, Googie! Yeah. <laughs> Googie! He's there. <laughs> yeah, and then, I, and then I got an endorsement from uh, Mark Allen Miller, who works with Clive Barker and writes right the Hellraiser uh, comics. And uh, I, I sent a tweet out, and I said, uh, um, I have endorsements from all comic creators named Mark. So, <laughs> <laughs> and then I tweeted Mark Millar. How about it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Accepting like, all marks. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a that's a good one. Uh, but um, yeah, no, I, I I like it too. I, from from the preview I read, and it's oh, excellent. Uh, it's very. Uh, you could just definitely tell it's 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 you can tell it's a lot of it's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, and you know you just don't really know denying that, and you know I and I just like you could sense too. I think I think you uh, even just from the first couple of pages you set you set up the the main character really well. Cool. I think cool. there's a real like it's it's kind of like a movie in a way. Yes. It's like you just automatically know this guy and you're like, "Okay, mm-hmm. well, where is he going to go from here?" Right. You know, so mm-hmm. and I think that should be and you guys should check this out. Uh, you know, and support it and, you know, and uh let let uh let this become a thing because mm-hmm. uh, you'll definitely will not be disappointed. And I like one of the uh prizes or the the tiers is uh you get to uh, if you, if you if you spend the most money, mm-hmm. you will be. Will, now, is it you'll be? Will you be? Do you pay for the airfare, or is it the 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 person gets to come watch a movie with you and Chris and be on a spoiler app? Oh yeah, no, oh, wow. we don't we don't pay the airfare, oh. but uh, <laughs> but it's a, it's yeah, it's a thousand dollar tier, and then we'll watch a movie with you, uh, Graham and I will, and then we'll do a spoiler app with you f- with uh, for comedy film nerds. Oh, that's, that's awesome. awesome. And one of the um, one of the the highest tiers is for five thousand. We'll actually make your own comic. Like that's if you're right. yeah. oh, if you're nice. if you're a creator and you're like you know I don't know how to get this made. As I talk to the artist and we're like no, we'll we'll do ten pages of your book. I'll write it. He'll illustrate. It, color it and do lettering so if it's a dream of yours too i want to pay it forward if you're helping me right. make mine you know fernando and i can help you make yours that, that's, that, cool. that's awesome and uh where exactly how exactly will people get into get in if they want to support this how do they do that they can the easiest thing is just go to kickstarter and type in long ago and far away and it'll come right up perfect yeah yeah so so definitely do that and uh we and, and we will not feature that comic on this show. No, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it will not be on this show, except I mean, for right, right, right now when we're talking about the Kickstarter. I mean, this is why I was excited to come on this show too. It's like I know like everything's so specialized with podcasts. I'm yeah. like, well, no. Now I know comic book fans are actually listening <laughs> yeah. to the show. Yeah, no, we have some <laughs> yeah. the folks that the folks that check the show out. You know, they are. Oh, they're into comics. The, yeah, they. they <laughs> you can't not be into comics. Yeah. I mean, and, you can maybe. Yeah, we did get. A, well, I don't want. I'm not gonna get into well, it. But we did get like a, like an iTunes review that was very like. 
specific about something i was like where did this come from i mean I, I, oh, I don't, yeah. we don't talk we don't really talk about it that much mm-hmm. but okay but i did want to say because you actually have a poster with you right now uh, the mm-hmm. art is fantastic yes. yes it's so cool it's brightly colored it just like draws you right in uh i watched your video i thought it was hilariously oh, funny cool. thanks um so yeah no support mm-hmm. this absolutely all right thanks guys very cool so let's uh let's get into our first book then let's yes. hop right into this oh yes you uh, know but before we start yeah, yeah. i did notice mm-hmm. something um that those two books had in common and i want to mm-hmm. get back to it after we're done mm-hmm. oh, okay. but I'm excited for this, this is this was really fascinating to me both of these books um, when you peel away the layers of ridiculousness and uh, presentation, <laughs> mm-hmm. they had very serious underlying themes that resonate yes. today. Yes. No, absolutely. So, I would agree with that. Okay. <laughs> Which but, we can talk about. <laughs> what about, uh, what about uh, not wearing T-shirts under your clothes? Yes, that too. Very serious themes. <laughs> that, it's a that problem. A, that's, yeah. problem? Yeah. that's really what we're here yeah. to talk yeah. about today is how important yeah. undershirts are. Because a metal suit wouldn't chafe at all. <laughs> oh, there's, you know? I have a lot. To, there's, <laughs> there's a lot. I have a lot of questions. <laughs> I actually, I actually have. When I was reading this book oh, for man. the first time, like I saw that, I was like, what the hell? Like, yeah, this makes no sense. And we'll get to, and there's actually, I have a theory. I have oh, a, I can't I have wait to hear it. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll get mm-hmm. to this in a second. All right. Or when we get to that part. But okay, so the first book we're reading is Iron Man number 202 from January 1986. Okay. And on the cover, it's uh, uh, Tony or Iron Man is Tony in the suit. Uh, mm-hmm. He is dressed in the Silver Centurion version, which is probably my favorite version. I love, I love looking at this. How long was he in Silver Centurion version? Oh, geez. It. it Probably was for a couple of years. I don't think mm-hmm. it lasted that long, right? Because it was like this. It started with the two thousand two hundred fifth issue, longer than Spider Man's black costume. Yeah, <laughs> well, Spider Man's black costume. Well, that that was only for I, I don't know my chronology for Spider Man. Here's the thing: is like, like, like costume chronology, accuracy. But like, yeah, how long was he in this thing? But I mean, I would I have to do research to find that out. Well, and that doesn't yeah. happen on well, this I mean, show. When he joined, uh, when Tony joined West Coast Avengers, which is is in this book, like he, uh, you know, was wearing the suit for a while, right? So maybe probably for a couple of years. Got so it. on the cover, it's uh, Tony in a suit, and he's watching the Fixer pointing <laughs> a gun to Kazar. Is it Kazar or Kazar? Oh, that's a great Go with Kazar. Kazar, that sounds great. Mm-hmm. Kazar's head, and he's pointing. Uh, Kazar is not dressed like he is in the. Oh, he's the just woods, wearing slacks. But he's, yeah. wearing, he's just kind of like. Uh, I like it because it rhymes with Lazar. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that works. <laughs> <laughs> so he's he is uh, he's dressed in uh, you know some casual clothes, and he's slacks. about to get shot. And what's California? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, doing the button down open almost to his navel is, uh, thing. I mean cuz mm-hmm. he's he's on vacation he's very, relaxing mm-hmm. he's he's very he's, this is a very uh, mark singer richard dean anderson look he's got going on here <laughs> Uh, you know, so he kind of kind of watched MacGyver and was like, well, "Going all Beastmaster." He would full, he would full Beastmaster here. Um, but yeah, so it says, uh, "Fixer is telling Iron Man, Iron Man, okay, Iron Man, give me your armor or the Jungle Boy dies." Right. Yep. And uh, we are going to see featuring the hijinks, high tech hijinks of the Fixer. Which makes it kind of sound kind of fun. Yeah, it does. We're going to have to talk about that. Hijinks are fun. Hijinks are fun. This is not, he is not being fun. No, Mm -hmm. and I don't know if I would agree with super high tech in this book, but I don't know. Maybe when it was written, we'll go with that. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so so we start. Okay, so go ahead. Oh, you can go. Well, you can start. All right, so we start, and we've got Tony Stark, and he is flying along, I believe, like, with some missiles. He's doing a test. He's doing some tests. So he's, like, flying along in his little splash page, um, you know, checking to see if his armor works, really, if he can take 
Can he take missile Can he blasts? take missile blasts? Right. And the answer, yes. Of course he can. Yes, he can. Uh, <laughs> not only does he have an inertial dampener in his suit for when he crashes, he has a, uh, I guess, what would you call it? A uh, kinetic dampener? Yeah. When something comes <laughs> into him? He's got like a fancy force field. Yeah, and he's like, uh, hey, the force field works. I'm mm-hmm. like, well, okay, well, then you're pretty much perfect. What do you, right. what, 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 what's the problem? But yeah. uh, Hashtag kinetic dampener. Yeah. <laughs> Get the kids up on that. Yeah. The longest hashtag. Um, so he's, he's tested it out in Rhodey, mm. who uh, is kind of being a little bit sad because he's like man i wish i was still in iron man yeah, yeah that's right oh that's right didn't we read in iron man where he was iron yeah man? he had iron envy yeah he's got he's got yeah that's he, right i remember that he calls yeah he's uh he's dressed as uh, he was because he was iron man when tony was drinking yes and uh and then tony came back and he was he actually didn't, didn't realize this until i reread it again but he was iron man during secret wars uh, oh was. i didn't know that yeah because okay. it's, it's very like it's like you're the guy. Who are you? Like, there's a very a lot of like not a lot of trust at some point. Mm. People don't know him because he's new. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, he was Iron Man during Secret Wars because Tony was you know just indisposed uh, from all the stuff that happened after you know his alcohol addiction and an out of a stain took him down mm. and all that. Mm. So, um, but Tony, yeah, Tony sets out this, this armor. It is dope. He does a thing where he's he, so happy. He's flying into the Avengers compound. And he. Pulls up at the last second because he's like, ah, that would have left a dent. Yeah, yeah. It, it's basically that scene in Top Gun where Maverick buzzes the tower. Yeah. <laughs> basically, exactly. so he's like, check me out. Yep. Uh, sonic boom, the whole nine. We could also have actually just realized we could just very like, like uh, reflective 80s <laughs> album cover of him yes. oh, yeah. flying up. And in the, in the background, you get like that one right there. a vision oh, yeah. of mm-hmm. him, of his face like, looking up. <laughs> yep. It's like a very uh, like. There's yeah. a heavy metal band that wanted to use that panel somewhere <laughs> Actually, in the it'd 80s. Be, it'd, be, it'd be more like a Yacht Rock album. Yeah. You know? It's like you know, Christopher, Christopher Cross is Iron Man. You know? <laughs> so something like that. But um, so, so he's, uh, you know, him and Rhodey are talking, and uh, it turns out there's a distress signal coming from a plane near Santa mm-hmm. Barbara. And thank God Iron Man is in a suit. But the problem is that his juice yeah. is running low. Doesn't have a lot of power. He did not stick the power it in properly <laughs> he hasn't charged it basically <laughs> he wasn't able to find the charger uh so he's like all right well i'm gonna do it anyway so he goes and he saves the plane and he's a goddamn hero that's what, yeah exactly right. he's tony stark so he's so mm-hmm. excited and he's like yay i did it it's so great even we though were, i was on low power yes i still was able to do it yeah so, I, I was able to send that text message with one percent battery life <laughs> everything was very exciting so uh of course this is on tv because it's like a jetliner and we have somebody who's watching him. Well, I have questions. Yes. I have a question. First, well, first of all, we see, we'll see. we go ahead and explain what's going on here. Uh, so we see somebody from the back watching this on, of course, a uh, nefarious giant computer. Right. Uh, as all supervillains do. And God knows where the camera placement was. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Like the best camera <laughs> placement. Like, like an overhead aerial shot. Right. Yeah, like this is a crane cam. <laughs> it is very good. And <laughs> pumped into... Who I guess we'll just say it's the fixer. It's the fixer. Surprise! Yes. It's the guy who's on the cover of the of the album of, mm-hmm. of, of the album. Cross album. Fixing this life by this Christopher is, this Cross. This is Iron Man plays the hits. Uh, <laughs> so he he's like, man, he was able to do that. That armor must be awesome. Well, obviously, I have to steal it. Guys, word is on the street is Iron Man is awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm. And this, and it, since it's a new color, yes, he's yeah. very. It's even better. Yeah. Uh, so then we cut to Kazar uh, driving along in a convertible, mm-hmm. 
thinking about all the things that he's been through. It's kind of, here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> this uh, gets a little weird. Well, first of all, let's just say this for a minute. Kazar, I'm only used to him just being in the Savage Land. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's pretty much his thing. Like him. Not in a disco shirt. No. Not in the, not, or in not, a convertible. Not in a disco shirt. Driving a convertible that, uh, as, we, as we find out, he literally learned to drive like. Like 10 minutes ago. Yeah, like 10 minutes or whatever. Ago. Yeah. Like he literally was just like, I drive now. But yeah. he's and he's dry. He's driving across country and he's thinking about what led him to this spot. Right. So they were in the the Savage Lands. Uh, him and his wife Shanna and Terminus. I guess is a giant robot. Showed up, destroyed everything. They got out. Okay. So now here they are in modern day, and he likes to eat dinner uh, without a shirt on, uh, as we see here. So him and, and, and his wife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's rocking the Larry Merrick. He absolutely is. Uh, a half-clothed man. Uh, <laughs> so he's like, oh, you know, this is, I've got so many personal demons and things are so hard for me. Uh, you know what? I, I have to go alone and, like, go away forever. Or not forever, but just to, like, get myself I to, together. I have to go get to know I have to me. go somewhere and wear clothes and get yeah. my wild oats. Uh, my my <laughs> favorite part. stop wearing what, no was he, He's like, you know, he's a, um, a warrior from the jungle who's yes. faced down death many, many times. But the thing that really scares him is uh, fatherhood yes. and being married. Yes. So he's like, that's it. This is terrifying. <laughs> well, also, too. I have to go find myself. Well, also, too, like he's because what happened is the reason why they're at the Avengers matches because the Savage Land got messed up by Terminus. Right. Mm-hmm. And all these people died. And he's just trying to like, they're trying to get back on their feet. But he's just. Yeah, he's just, he's he just, moping. But he's, but he's just, yeah, he decided just to be a dick. Well, yeah. He, yeah. He, he's going through his midlife crisis when he's like, mm-hmm. I don't jungle know, like dick. 25. He's being yeah. a jungle dick. That's exactly what's So happening. he's like, yeah, me need convertible. Yeah. <laughs> so she's like, he's like, I'm going to go find myself. And she's like, what the fuck, bro? Like, I'm yeah. pregnant. Like, you don't yeah, get to go find you? yourself. Bro, you're going to leave me with, this, with your <laughs> saber tooth? You're literally yeah. a saber tooth I'm jungle royalty, too. You don't exactly. see me running out. Exactly. <laughs> I don't get the opportunity to run away, bro. And so he's like, oh, she's she's a witch. And she's like an a-. He actually says. Did you call her a witch? Oh, yeah. Yes. Definitely. The lambed witch. She's like yes. an anchor around my neck. Yeah. Kazar the henpecked. How dare she? How dare, I, you know what? How dare she expect it, you to support <laughs> The child. If Kazar the Henpeck was a, was a monthly, I probably would buy it. Oh, I totally would. I think that would be a good book. It would be the best book. Kazar the Henpeck and Shayna the, the Land Witch. <laughs> so as he Even like, limited series, I would buy that. Oh, yeah. Six issues, give it to me. Mm-hmm, yeah. So he like gets in a car and starts driving away. And as she sees this, of course, she's just like, wait, hold on. And she runs down the street, jumps in the car, and she's like, you know what? You go find yourself. Yeah, you know what? I see. Really, see your point now. Yeah, <laughs> totally I've, I've turned around that. on that. You deserting uh, uh, me as you know your what? wife and, and pregnant <laughs> and your mother of your child. child. No, I get it. Go, go ahead. No, it's fine. Yeah. It's, yeah, okay it's fine. It. Don't worry yeah. about Chris, it. Chris, you wrote. I don't. Bo- I don't need support. <laughs> Chris, you wrote a book on. Uh, I did. A, a, a father was was was, was, was this in there? Was this in there? It was a chapter one. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, I said I need to go find myself and drive away and put a shirt on and. Uh, <laughs> And <laughs> which he does find the, find the Mark Singer uh, yes. clothes outlet and, uh, and get yourself dry. It's, it's just like come back when the kid is cool and like yeah. old enough. To talk. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Just, just check it every couple of yeah. years as a kid. And I said, cool and, t- and take care of my giant saber tooth tiger while I'm away. <laughs> the end. You don't mind, right? Yeah. <laughs> so he starts driving across America. Uh, actually, finds a shirt. Mm-hmm. Goes to a truck stop. 
um, with no shoes, by the way, because apparently right. he was able to find all the other clothes except for he, shoes. He, he got the shoes and you went, meh, meh, meh. And so he gets to this truck stop. Uh, people don't like him. Automatically, though. Autom- I don't know Automatically, yeah. yeah. They just well, cause, start. Because well, somebody sees him and he's like, he's like, hey, look, Tarzan walked in. It's like, what? Because he's not wearing shoes? Like, he just yeah. looks like a guy with. No, he looks like Fabio. Yeah, he's without like Fabio, shoes. Fabio, yeah. Fabio shoes. My question was because obviously. Uh, now, if they, one of the guys said, I can't believe it's not Butter, <laughs> and then I could see him wanting to punch him. Yeah. <laughs> but my question was like, are we obviously in the issues before this or even Kazar's book? Uh, is he as well known as some of the other like Avengers? Did they know he, they're staying at he's the a, Avengers okay, you're, mansion? You're, you're, like well, obviously he's—I like, don't know if he is an Avenger at this point. No, I don't no, think no. so. No, no, he's never been an Avenger. But like they know he's staying with the Avengers. Well, I, I think it it brings up a larger issue of that um, heroes when they're on the road shouldn't stop at diners. <laughs> That's right. Every single Drive time. <laughs> yeah, every single time a hero stops at a diner in a comic book, something bad happens. You are absolutely Go correct. to an Applebee's. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Superman, Kazar, doesn't matter. There is Somebody's going to pick a fight with them. No, do not support local business right. if you are a superhero. Not only does he go to, the, to a diner, he goes to trucker heaven, yeah. which, is right. where all the, which, which is where all the ghost truckers eat. <laughs> You know, they're uh, yeah. large Marge. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here lies large Marge. <laughs> R.I.P. She was large. Um, so they get into a, a fight. Of we course. get into a fight with a guy who's just like, so he orders a coffee. It gets porn on his head. Here's what happens. So he orders a coffee and he sits down and he's like, I've got my true detective book because he's going to read. <laughs> he's like, what, 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 what? Whatever. This is helping me find myself. Yeah. yeah this is going to help me find me. <laughs> Which actually, it's a pride. Yeah, uh, that that's this might be something maybe I should consider if we if we ever have a kid. Uh, but I would suggest maybe watching all the forensic files. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that would probably. Well, be how about more this? Fun. How about this? If we ever have a kid, uh-huh. I will go because we, we live near Pans. Yes, we do. Pans Diner. Yes, uh, down in, by LAX. LAX. I will go there uh, shoeless okay. and read a comic book and find myself. All right. Well, you know, if you get in a fight with truckers, yeah. <laughs> that's on you. <laughs> Watch out for those LA truckers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, frequent. We fans. don't care for podcast types around here. <laughs> look at the, look at the things of Mark Merritt over here. Maybe that's it. Maybe this is the the diner where all the podcasters go to. You go and you get in a fight. Podcast. It's, it's full of radio people. <laughs> uh, the Howard Stern's in the corner. Uh, <laughs> Howard Stern would be making actually, yeah, because he's like, yeah, because Howard Stern hates podcasting, <laughs> so he would just be like, look at this, hey, look at this loser, hey, Baba Booey. <laughs> so he gets coffee porn on his head, uh, and then there's this trucker who he says to him. Uh, did I ruin your nice, smelly clothes? Which apparently, I don't know. He got them out of a trash bin. Oh, that, that's musk. <laughs> that's that's jungle musk. Know, that's, that's not the clothes. That, that's manliness. That's, that's all they knew right away. There's like obviously this guy's from the jungle. Let's harass him. Right. Yes. So they get into a fight, uh, and he of course throws a trucker over his head. Yeah. You know, the whole thing. Yeah. He ruins the diner. Mm-hmm. Uh, he does He's apparently give him. Give the diner owner, I believe it looks like two nickels. Uh, <laughs> he throws them. Oh, he pays. He does right there. I don't think I got that page. This one? Oh, yeah. I didn't get that page. Oh, oh no. Wait, did I miss that page? Yeah. Yeah. So this is where uh, they fight, but he looks like he pays them two nickels. Oh, well, maybe it's jungle coin. <laughs> oh. It's I, worth more. Did I miss that other next page, too? 
This one? Because, yeah, it went, it went right from, the one that you sent me went right from here, the fighting, to, oh, he's no. like, oh, he met Iron Man after that. Oh. Uh, yeah, I think I missed two All pages. Right, so we've but, got... the, but you know what? Let me put it this way. I wasn't lost. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of knew what happened. Well, you didn't miss the part where yeah, the girl... It went to there. I'd only, lo- oh, okay, I'd only so missed one page. Oh, okay, yeah. good. Because I was like, you're going to miss the crucial part where the girl wants to drive out with him. Yeah. Uh, so that, he, like... Yeah, that part I missed. <laughs> he wanders out, and as he gets in his convertible, there's already a woman there. Oh, yeah, that's and right. And she was like, oh, it was so manly when you beat up all those men. Yeah, it's a trucker diner. <laughs> well, he's like, he should have been, actually, it would have been funny if he was like, it's pretty easy. They're all ghosts. Yeah. Trucker <laughs> 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 uh, it's pretty easy to beat up people. You so know? she's like, take me with you. And he's like, no, and he leaves. Uh, like, all right, off to the next trucker. I mean, whoever, let me get in somebody else's car now. Someone will drive another, me away another, from another this Another good hole. miniseries, trucker, uh, uh, Kazar, the trucker beater. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, he, I guess he just drives to Iron Man's house. We, he goes to the West Coast Avengers Con. Oh, is that mm. where it is? Okay. So he, Kazar just pulls up. He's like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> like, let's hang out and sit outside on this lawn furniture and drink like tea together they drink seltzers together which is what they do and iron man mm. sits in his iron man clothes and kazar sits yeah in his, that's uh, right he doesn't take his suit off no, jungle seltzer, jungle seltzer. <laughs> let's have uh let's have some uh jungle seltzers and uh have a chat and because apparently he was expecting him kazar phoned ahead he was like hey bro yeah which apparently mm-hmm. we didn't see i'm having a midlife crisis can i come see you right <laughs> and he's like oh hey how's your wife and he's like oh she's fine you know we're having a baby and Iron Man's like, he doesn't say like, oh, well, you should probably be that for her. He's uh, be there for her. He's like, oh, you left her because she's so hot in this picture. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't have left the hot chick. We don't mind if she's pregnant. Or how do you know what a wallet is? And why do you have a picture? What, what, yeah, how what? did you get a picture? Like, what? And how did you get a wallet? Like, yeah, exactly. they, they haven't been here that long. <laughs> he can't even drive. But yet he has a wallet. I have a question, too. So does he because Iron Man's like. You know, as Tony, he's like, man, I've let a lot of women go. You can't be doing that. And like, but does he like, do they know he's Tony or do they, does he just know him as Tony Stark's bodyguard or somebody that's in a, in a container, a human person in a container <laughs> that's just like, man. Container. Yeah. And like in a, in a metal <laughs> container, just being like, well, women don't let them go. You know, kind of, it's, it's kind of weird. Getting sage advice through a uh, robot voice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> how do you know? How does he not know? I mean, but, but Kazar, you know, he's got a wallet. He's got a shirt. So he guess he's on the move. He forgot his shoes though. Yeah. 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 So, so what's, what's next? <laughs> um, so they're walking around the compound and all of a sudden, all these devices start trying to, you know, grab them. They're like booby traps or whatever. The defense and, systems of the compound. Yes. They start up and, uh, Iron Man's like, yeah, hey, don't worry about it. They recognize me. Which, well, it plays into later. Yeah, it plays mm-hmm. into later. But, I yeah. mean, they really kind of do. And so they just wander around. He's like, hey, let me show you our library. And <laughs> Kazar's like, I always heard they didn't have any books on the West Coast. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> joke about us in L.A. not having books. Um, yeah. So Back to that was, New York-L.A. rivalry. Was, yes. that a knock, was that a knock? In the, I, wasn't, I wasn't aware of this in the mid-'80s. Uh, was that a knock or something? That like L.A. New York would be like, hey, you guys have got books. Screw you. You know, was that like a thing? Yeah, it's always looked at as like uh, New, New York's, York's where the intellectuals serious are literary. serious. Yeah. Oh. yeah, and L.A. is like where the uh, the surfers and the beach dudes go. Yeah, we're Clearly. all shallow and dumb, and yeah, and, and we don't read. Mm-hmm. Shit. They just make movies out there, dumb people. Yeah, yeah. dumb movies. Yeah, it's, dumb it's actually dumb movie. millionaires. <laughs> <laughs> so many millionaires. 
Um, so they're like looking at the books. They're like, yeah, it's so it's nice, isn't it great? And then there's this Jericho tube. Which okay, is- so it's something whatever. Whatever of the fixer. The equivalent uh, of a boom tube, but they can't yes. say boom tube in the Marvel Universe. <laughs> is that what Wait, it so is? He uses that to travel to the place? Or does he just use I it to blow open scre- the wall? I thought he was screaming through he it. He is. Oh, he's screaming through a Jericho tube? Yeah. Okay. He's screaming through a tube to blow open the hole Oh, that's the different wall. then. Yeah. yeah. Okay. In comes the fixer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the and, fixer's like, I'm going to fix you. Or he has like a big speech about stuff. Yes, I'm like, he says, good day, gentlemen, I am the fixer. Which also, yes. I have to say, pretty impressive for doing that while he's jumping. Yes. Yeah, no. I do like a polite villain, I have to say. <laughs> when they introduce themselves. And he is so and, very yeah. nice. Mm-hmm. He says, gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Um, so, of course, him and Iron Man start getting into it. Mm-hmm. But he disables his suit. With some gum. Yeah. <laughs> Basically with chewing gum. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, Kazar, of course, grabs the fireplace poker. Tries to stop him. Doesn't work. Well, actually, well, Kazer has a great thing. He's like, you want to play cards? Let's play poker. And he starts <laughs> yeah. chasing That's him. right. He has one of those puns. Yep. One of those great puns. You want to play go fish? Here's a fish. Kazar <laughs> uh, still not wearing shoes. <laughs> nope. Tony didn't give him flip-flops. Nothing. He should have shot out the glass and went full diehard. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, of course, now he has Kazar and he's like, I believe, hold on. So Tony has neutralized the gum here. Eventually. So, eventually. so mm-hmm. he's neutralized it and he's going to attack him, but he's holding Kazar and Fixer's like, hey, I have like a pink spider that I'm going to stick on to Kazar's spine <laughs> and ruin his only shirt. And it will, it's a paralyzing <laughs> it's spider. It's a paralyzing spider. I have a pink techno spider. It's a pink <laughs> techno spider. It's going to ruin his shirt. And, is, and it won't match. Yeah. <laughs> and it ruins his clothes. Mm-hmm. And if you don't want him to die, you need to give me your armor. Mm-hmm. And Tony Stark actually has to think about this. So I have, a, I have a so so <laughs> when the before well, before we get to this part next part, but so did he like come to the compound in hopes of just finding Tony? But it just happened, or finding Iron Man and, and getting the suit from him. But did he decide that? Well, it just happens that Kazar is here, and I'm going to par- I'm going to use him as collateral. I, I think he always has a fair amount of uh, paralyzed spiders with him, just mm-hmm. for just case, you know, just these such emergencies. Yeah, it, it's like Batman's <laughs> utility belt, where he has yeah, like he's shark like, repellent. Well, he's, he's this giant like techno vest, you know. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's this is he's got uh pouches before there were pouches basically right. they're not like, really pouches they're like well this is this is a, a compartments yeah they're compartments yeah. they will become pouches in the 90s but <laughs> right now these are these are baby pouches um so iron man thinks about it and then he's like oh shit well and I he guess, goes, yes i guess i should save this guy's life so iron man we have a whole page of iron man taking off his armor for the ladies. <laughs> Definitely. It's so very well, here's sexy. The thing, here's, the thing, actually, here's the thing that I found fascinating is that so like, you know how Iron Man's got like the red boots and the gloves mm-hmm. and all the stuff in between like on his arms and his legs. And it's all silver. But apparently that's just retractable. Yeah. Because all that stuff just goes up goes into away. his into the gloves into the boots. Mm-hmm. And he starts ta- he takes he starts taking it off. He takes all of it off. And here's the weird part. He is not wearing un- anything underneath it. Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> like, well, you expect to see, like, well, there's going to be at like least a like a... Or a... Um, like a Thermal underwear. Or a, a swimsuit, like, kind of yeah. like a, a scuba suit. Like, some kind of rubber yes. conducting thing that protects his skin, but also something. Nope. Nothing. <laughs> no, no, nothing. nothing. And here's, here's... Okay, so two theories. I have a theory, though. All right. So, okay, so here's this panel mm-hmm. of... 
as he's disrobing his thing, uh, Fixer is just in the background and there's no nothing. There's no word bubble, but it looks like he's like laughing. He's just standing there laughing his ass off like, <laughs> 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 with right? his head cocked back. I made an Avengers take his clothes off. <laughs> <laughs> now strip. <laughs> so my, maybe he laughs with no noise. <laughs> maybe, my, and, and it's funny because my theory, so my theory is that this is like a Lego game. Because when you leave the guys to idle, they do like something like you know, like Wolverine's go ah, you know, with his book. Well, I was right, like Beast, like reads a book. Well, my favorite is Beast. He just sits there. You just leave Beast sitting there. He just reads a book, or did he does some science and stuff? Like it's it's, it's really adorable. My favorite is when he reads a book upside down. Yes. <laughs> Which is the one that has the teddy bear? Oh, that's an abomination. Yeah, and he just like hugs it. Abomination <laughs> just really hugs cute. a teddy bear, but um. Think of a safe place. Think of a safe place. <laughs> so, but I imagine Fixer is just, this is like a Lego universe <laughs> Marvel thing. And Fixer is just being idle, so he's just going, ha, 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 <laughs> doing his thing. So he's not really laughing about the situation. Just, that's just what he has to do. Because he's, he's not doing anything else. He's not doing right. anything else. And he has to be in the panel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, so, and so it's funny. But it's also it's funny because in the Lego universe, that, but I think they read this and said, well, when we, because there's, a, there's a, a, a stage in the Lego Marvel game where Tony loses his armor because Magneto rips it off of him, mm-hmm. except for the helmet. And Tony is actually wearing a T-shirt and, and uh, underwear. Underwear. Mm-hmm. He's wearing, like, boxers with hearts mm-hmm. on them. And in this case, but in so this even case, Lego could get it right. right. Lego can get it right. <laughs> but in 1985, Tony is straight up not wearing any no. shirts. Not wearing anything. So what happens is Maybe he- that's why um, uh, Rhodes didn't want to wear the armor anymore. <laughs> he was like, I'm <laughs> Like, you know what? Keep it. Never mind. (laughs) So tired of this rule where I have to get naked before I get in this stuff. Tony's like, no, you do. It is not comfortable. It can't be comfortable. That's why I'm like, are you covered in baby powder? Like, how does this even work? So we finally get to the end and he's thrown all of the parts of his suit at the, like at the feet of the fixer, save his helmet and his underwear. But they are metal underwear. So they're still the suit. It's a cod piece (laughs) and a a helmet. Which that's just not. It, it's a weird panel. Like it's a really weird panel. I wonder what the editorial decision on that was. Like when they're discussing, <laughs> well, what, what do we show? What do we? What do we keep on them? Right? Like, we, like, should we yeah. be doing this? And yeah, they're like, yeah. and, and it's like, should we do this? Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. We're, we're doing it. Yeah. We just got to keep <laughs> MC metal cod piece. <laughs> <laughs> um. So as this, just the fixer's like, no, dude, I want it all. I yeah. want everything. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> dude, I didn't come here for half an you know half a suit of armor. No, give me the underwear. Or give me the helmet. What, what are we gonna yeah. do? Walk around with no underwear, and no helmet? <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna wash it first, but I still need it. <laughs> this is getting disinfected. Uh, putting it in the autoclave. Put it some, <laughs> give it some oxyclean. Make sure that's not <laughs> shiny. So Kazar and Tony Stark, they meet eyes, and then they understand that like. This is this is it. They have to make the move, and he somehow like starts the force field of the suit, so it like throws the fixer back. Tony activates it in his yeah, helmet. He yes. activates it, and it throws him back wirelessly. Yes, and he's like, "I've never <laughs> done <Wireless>. this." <laughs> science, nineteen eighty-five, wireless science, and it also uh, knocks Kazar back enough that the pink spider like flies off of him, so he's right. no longer immobilized. Mm-hmm. So Kazar like grabs Tony's boots and like hits the fixer in the face with them, and then they run away out of the mansion. Oh no! He, I'm sorry. He grabs a boot and a glove. Yes. Hits fixer in the face. They run out of the mansion. 
Tony Stark puts on his glove and his boot and he tries to fly away. Yeah, well, he manages it. Manages to work a little bit. It does manage to work a little bit. So then the fixer, of course, follows them. So this is like a a little Lego thing where you've got now you have a helmet, a codpiece, a glove, and a boot. This actually should be a Lego uh, thing. (laughs) I I, I haven't played Lego Marvel, the new Avengers one yet, but uh, I wonder if this is in there. I would just do a downloadable level just based on this entire book right now. <laughs> and it would be so much fun. But so anyway, so thankfully so thankfully Cage, you know, so as they're doing away and like they fight. They you know, they're fighting. Fixer's like, you know, able to get the get a beat on them and it just happens that uh you know, Tony's about to get shot. Yeah. And you know, by by, by Fixer and thankfully Kazar has uh Found his uh, f- found one of the cords to the uh, defense system. Guns. The defense tree. Yeah, defense tree. <laughs> yes, defense. It's literally the only tree on <laughs> the ground. Yeah, what could this be possibly be used for? <laughs> so he he fan- manages to do a Tarzan swing yes. mm-hmm. into the fixer and becomes straight up savage and starts throw. He throws off his uh, his pouch vest. Yep, and mm-hmm. hits him with it. Actually, oh, whacks yeah. him in the face with it. In the face. Yeah, and and punches him and fixer's like no don't hurt me and, yeah. and he's like i'm kazar the savage ha 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 or whatever yeah so i'm probably gonna hit you yeah <laughs> i'm absolutely <laughs> going to hit you so they tie him up with the security cable uh tony's like i'm so glad that i'm alive and they like walk back into the library poor tony only wearing again a boot a glove a cod piece and a helmet <laughs> uh until he can get dressed again and then there's this um they're like oh hey this is a, a piece of tech Wait, what? And this is what happens. So they like go into the library. Tony gets back dressed and he gets stressed again. He's like, "Boy, that fight sure did a number on your library." And Tony's like, "Yeah, you look you look sad, man. What's going on? Let's have a conversation." Let's, he, ha- let's have some broing out time, guys. Yeah. And he's like, uh, "Kazar finds a piece of tech and he goes, oh, this piece of one of the fixers' high tech doohickeys.'" And then he trails off. And he's like, "Made me start thinking of a play of a place that was run by a whole network of machinery like this." A place called Pangea. It's history now. All the people I knew there are dead. So he's all sad. Like, he's getting all upset. <laughs> Does he call it like a theme park or something? I don't know exactly. later, like, he mentions this being a theme park. and Maybe. I'm trying to remember exactly what happened here. Um, so he, like, gives the tech back to him, and then he calls his wife. Mm, right? Yes. To be like, hey, I found myself. Isn't that awesome? I'm coming home. Uh, I found out that the West Coast sucks. Yeah, I'm out. Fuck LA. Yeah. Good for you. All it took was, you know, punching a techno villain a few times. And I realized, oh, maybe I should be a, a husband and a father. Yeah. <laughs> I should go actually, uh, you know, meet my responsibilities. It's funny, yeah. like, funny if there was like a conversation. She's like, she's like, he's like, yeah, double, double. All right, yeah, I'll bring it back. It's going to be four days old. Is that okay? Neapolitan shake. We we lived in the jungle. It doesn't. Uh, Oh, this is what happened. So Tony's like, "Sure, you're not going to stay because you haven't even gone to Disneyland." And he's like, "No, I just, I just want to go." And so he he drives away. I would love if Tony went to Disneyland just wearing the one boot and love. (laughs) Kids, Tiger Man is here. Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, this is this is a question I have for you guys. Has there ever been a panel or a a story where the heroes have gone to Disneyland? Have gone? Ooh, like Hmm. like somewhere like the Avengers in uh, it's a small world or something. Has that ever happened? Uh, you know I. Maybe I'm gonna say it has to. Have, I feel like at some point mm-hmm. it had to have happened, right? Because I can't think of anything off the top of my head. 
I have yet to read all the West Coast Avengers. Right. If it was going to be anywhere, it would be in there. <laughs> it it could happen there. there, or it could happen, you know, maybe like... Were in... there West Coast X-Men at some point? I don't think so, but there's definitely a lot of West Coast heroes. Wonder Man. Right. Uh, very West Coast. <laughs> yes. Um, you know, Child's there's also hero. Spider-Woman, mm-hmm. you know, West Coast-based, yep. so... You'll have to see. Oh, that, that's actually a very good question, and I will. Here's, here's what I'll do. I'll turn, turn it over to the uh, listeners. I'll see about, let us know. Well, if you know, or I will turn. It over, I will figure this out myself, and then I will start a Tumblr mm. of, <laughs> of uh, comic book heroes going to Disneyland and their favorite rides and their favorite rides. <laughs> because because that's that's my that's my goal is I always think of like these random tumblers. Yep. Oh yeah, start. We, we have like six. Superman or seven. would be Space Mountain. Yeah. <laughs> I'm no, going home. <laughs> oh, if only I would go be sad. Space Mountain is probably the funnest thing I've ever. Well, that, that's the best ride in Disneyland. I have to say, I love Space Mountain. It is great. It's, it's such it's a good one. Spa- I, I haven't been to Disneyland. I've only been to Disneyland twice. You've been once yep. with me, and I want to go back because now I heard that there's also a colony of feral cats mm-hmm. that live Disneyland in Disneyland. Cats. No, they've been there for a very long time. Yes, but yeah. we just we just heard about. But this. I was oh, told where they were there. <laughs> yes, they an are. Instagram dedicated to this, and it's um, it also um, helps with the rat problem. Yes. Because they just, like to eat all the food. <laughs> and I just, just want to go and ride Space Mountain and look at the cats and maybe see Iron Man with one boot and one glove. Now, um, I hope so. Graham actually went uh, recently and he said they t- changed it to Hyperspace Mountain. So when oh. you go on Space Mountain, it's all like TIE Fighters and stuff flying at oh. you, too. Uh, you know what? I don't hmm. know if I like that. Yeah. We did go on, but this is before we went on the Star Wars ride that was there. I'm sure there's a better one now. And we waited in line, I swear to God, for like 90 minutes. Oh, yeah. No, they're building a whole Star Wars land, yeah. but that's not that's not open yet. But I will yeah. say, um, you know, Cars, the, I wasn't a big fan of the movies at yeah. all, but the land that they built and the ride, is they're amazing. The that's one in awesome. California Adventure? The one in California Adventure. See, yeah, I've never yeah. been to California yeah. Adventure. I heard, I heard yeah. Chris, Chris Hardwick screaming about it the other day, how great it was, but... It's better than it was when it started, for okay. sure. They, oh, they've, cool. they, because they've actually added things that people want to go and see and do. All right. Uh, there's that. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, the, the car, they did an amazing job with that. I have to I'll give them the credit. Mm. So uh, Disneyland, go there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Guys, <laughs> we do recommend it. I want to go again. Anyway, so, so yeah. that's uh, Iron Man. Yeah, that's, that's how the book ends. <laughs> that's yeah, Iron that's Man. It. Now, he, he now wait, there's book. a very important um, lesson that Iron Man learns at the end, and this goes to, like, a uh, relatable thing where he uh, realizes yeah, yeah. that uh, – Iron Man and the Fixer were both technological villains, and they both relied on technology to fight and get the job done. Whereas Iron Man realizes that Kazar was literally fighting with his fists and without a shirt. And no, super, and <laughs> and, no superpowers. And no, also, no yeah, shoes. Yeah, no shoes. And uh, managed to win and knock out the Fixer. So Iron Man starts to realize that maybe um, I'm too dependent on technology and I need to regain some of my um, humanity. I yes. think the underlying themes there were very interesting. Um, so it it gets back to the point that, um, as ridiculous as him taking off the armor and suits are, you know, even comic books, even way back in the day had really interesting and, um, uh, forward thinking themes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just something that you can, uh, you can think about afterwards because it's not just a bunch of 
random bullshit going on. Right. Like, there's actually mm-hmm. like a theme yeah. here and something that you know kind of plays into the development of the characters right. and everything. Mm-hmm. So, although I did miss Luke Cage dressed as a woman in a harem. <laughs> what do you think the underlying theme of that <laughs> was? <laughs> like, I said, yeah, I like Three Stooges episodes. <laughs> do you think that will theme. show up in uh, <laughs> Luke Cage's Netflix series? Oh, that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> it just, it just, it just, it literally just like he just shows up like he's got to go to like uh, like a fashion show. Right. Like, gotta... You're gonna have to wear this tiara. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yes, but that's Iron Man number two hundred two from mm-hmm. January nineteen eighty six. Uh, so we ask this question each time: uh, Would you read the next issue of this book? I'll let you go first, Chris. Um, yes, I would because I want to see if. Uh, Kazar gets back to his uh, wife and, and unborn child. <laughs> if he actually uh, does. If he gets, if he gets, and if he stops on any truckers, stops right. on Right. Yeah. yeah. Let's see I if mean, he gets just, in any more fights. It might be just four days of trucker fights just going yeah, across the <laughs> And that girl is still waiting like, you came back. Yay, take me out of this hellhole. I would... <laughs> If Marvel just put out another miniseries that said four days of trucker fights, <laughs> I would buy every issue. And just like, and just, and just like all the merchandise, you know that would be great. You know, that, that's a trade paperback, just like trucker fights in the Marvel universe. <laughs> yes, just like uh-huh. any time of, it's just a bunch of. It's right. like you know, it could be like hundred pages. It like, had to be part of like damage control. Yes. When that yeah. Series came out. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, Jen, would you read this book? You know, I would actually. This this book is right in my sweet spot where I love these like late seventies, early eighties books. Yes. Um. So yeah, I would absolutely read the next one. <laughs> I totally would. I love. I I, I feel like I, it's if I was a really ambitious, I would just try to collect nothing but Iron Man books. And, you know, I don't. I I, usually, I start small. I just collect this this short series, mm-hmm. and I go, yes, I did it. Mm-hmm. But you know, Iron Man's been around forever. But, yes, you know, so yeah. I might not do that. But I like Iron Man, so yes. Is it getting be. harder to find like the um, the original print copies of some of these books? Like now that everything's kind of going digital and people aren't collecting them as much anymore. Um, yeah, it is and it isn't. I mean, mm-hmm. the, for for stuff that I'm looking for, right? Because <laughs> which is the worst? They're already in bins. Oh yeah, <laughs> they're, they're already in bins. But the thing is, is that you know, there was a lot of them. You know, a lot of stuff that I'm trying to find. You know, there wasn't. You know, you don't. You, some of the stuff, especially when you get towards like the end of runs of certain issues, right? You know, you don't really find find a lot of those issues out there because mm-hmm. it's just you know they, they just didn't make a lot of them because yeah. people weren't buying them because that's how the comic book thing works, right? Is you know they base you know they send copies out ba- and print copies based on demand. Mm-hmm. So I was uh you know I, I've had a hard, I have a hard time finding some of these. Um, God, I remember too, like uh. You know, I would I would collect them a lot of times too, the original issues because I wanted to read them, not mm-hmm. because I, yeah. I wanted to you know to go up in value. Like I remember trying to get the old Frank Miller Daredevils when I was really mm-hmm. getting into those, yeah. and I remember them just being so expensive. Like yeah. every issue, I'm like, I just want to read them. Why isn't this coming out in well, that's, that's trade paperbacks? Right. And stuff? Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. That's what I, I just want. I just basically leave leave it to trades. Mm-hmm. You know, for those sort of things, for stuff that like I really just want to read, and if it's collected great like for instance like with a lot of like of my avengers west coast collection uh or west coast whatever yeah they <laughs> they have two names um <laughs> you know there's a lot of stuff that's collected now you know like the later issues of it and i was like well that's good because i don't want to have because there's also space you know right oh <laughs> yeah you know i don't have the space so if i can <laughs> if i can collect it in a trade or mm-hmm. on digital like through mm-hmm. comicsology or something like right. that even better mm-hmm. so but for stuff like this like you know it's not not everything is digitized, mm-hmm. so you just gotta hunt it down. And right. no, nobody's collecting, you know, this, like some of this shit that I'm reading. 
Like nobody's collecting <laughs> Wonder Man. I'm just using yeah. the example, but it's a very good example. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going out of the way to do that unless yeah. if like there's a Galactic Storm issue that was digitized because mm-hmm. one, but whatever. Yeah. But yeah, so that's uh, okay. Well, that's it for Iron Man, and mm-hmm. we'll be back with Chris uh, for his for our next book. I'm Quinn. And I'm Dev. And together we make Mouth Time, a podcast by Reductress. You know us from amazing articles such as How to Be a Lady in the Streets in a Haunted Clock Tower in the Sheets. And Childless Women. Are they safe? We are the only podcast made by women that women are allowed to listen to. Yeah, no one's telling you you can't. We love covering things that you love hearing about, like drugs, snakes, and punching yourself in the mouth till you pass out. You know, lady stuff. You know, shopping, horses, hair ties, lady stuff. We have new episodes every Wednesday. Find us on iTunes, SideshowNetwork.tv, and anywhere else you can find podcasts, including the mouth of a snake that you don't know if it's a dream or real or a ghost. Honestly, check it out. There might be a podcast in there. There might be. Bye. Bye. All right. We're back here on Worst Collection Ever here on Sideshow Network uh, with our esteemed guest, Chris Mancini. Please support his Kickstarter. Yes, please. I, I know this isn't even live, but I'm like checking the counter right now for uh, <laughs> for, uh, for long ago and far away. Yes, mm-hmm. long ago and far away on Kickstarter. Yes, please check it out and please support it. It's uh, it's wonderful, and uh, you guys will not be disappointed. Real quick, I just want to talk real quick about uh, comedy film nerds and the yes. LA Podcast yes. Festival because mm-hmm. uh, you are, of course, uh, this is that's how I. I've met you. I've known Chris for yeah many years. Wow, yeah, <laughs> I, I've known you for. Did I, did I start interning for them the first yeah. year we moved here? Uh-huh. Yeah, so yeah it's I had been... a, I had to drop you off for an interview at somebody's house in, yeah. in the valley. <laughs> that, that sounds familiar. <laughs> yes, yes, that's right. And uh, I I've known you for five years at this point. I think, and yeah. it's uh, you. I used to intern for Comedy Film Nerds, mm-hmm. and Comedy Film Nerds is a podcast uh, for maybe. I think we, we touched upon it a little bit last time, but go ahead and tell the uninitiated that haven't heard about yes, it. Yes, Comedy Film Nerds is a uh, movie review podcast where we, uh, Graham and I are also filmmakers and comedians, and we talk about the current release movies, DVDs, and we have a guest every week who's someone either is a comedian, a filmmaker, an actor, or uh, a director, somebody uh, with an interesting perspective on the movies. And we try to make it both informative and funny, so it, it's a useful reviews, and also it makes you laugh at the same time. So we have a, we also have written reviews on the site, a store, and we kind of have like a nice brand. And we uh, we're releasing Earbuds, the podcasting documentary mm-hmm. this year that Sean is in. Mm-hmm. Actually, Jen, I think you're in it as well in a couple shots. I believe I am. <laughs> our, cat, our, our cat actually yes, makes your cat is in it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yep. None of your cat didn't get cut out. <laughs> yes. Yay. <laughs> Yeah, we're getting him an agent now. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we're really excited about that. And then the podcast festival is this year, uh, uh, September 23rd to the 25th. And this is going to be the biggest year yet. It's at the Sofitel. You can get tickets at LAPodfest.com. Right. And we've already signed on some really um, big names. Welcome to Night Vale's coming back. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Uh, a criminal is going to be there. And uh, Stuff You Should Know. And Rooster Teeth podcast. And yeah. uh, Dude Soup. Oh, wow. Yeah, so and that's, that's 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 and that's these these are very diverse shows too. Yes, uh-huh. yeah. and then we'll also have some of the favorites coming back. Of course, Jimmy Pardo, Todd mm-hmm. Glass, um, Allison Rosen, and uh, a bunch Allison of Rosen has too. A, oh really? Allison? She hasn't been back in a while, actually. Uh, about two years. Yeah, we haven't we haven't had she was her at back. The first one, and she hasn't. Been, she hasn't I think been back she was since. at the second one too. Yeah, she. We didn't. I don't think we had her three, four. It was one of those, and then now, yeah, she'll be back for five. Nice, mm-hmm. so cool. And uh, hopefully next year we're, we're working out these details, but uh, you know, hopefully there will maybe be another preview night 
uh, like we did last yes, year. Yes, the improv. In fact, we've been taking we've been talking to Jamie too about uh, having the improv take over the podcasting lab for all the new podcasters too. Yes, yes, yes. That's so uh, we're the, we're we're talking to the improv and you guys about that too. It'll be I think it's a really good uh, match. Yeah, no, it's a great mm-hmm. match, and uh, we're we're excited for it. And it's it's like it's like my Super Bowl every year. Yeah, <laughs> literally for us like, too, for sure. Because it's like it's like you know it's like oh man, okay, this is where I get to go and <laughs> see everybody, and we hang out, and it's just you know it's a lot of fun. And uh, if you guys are able to check it out, lapodfest.com. Yes, is, a lot uh, of fun, but also a lot of work to put on. Oh, well, <laughs> I just can imagine. I also have a question. Actually, you mentioned so a comedy. Well, I have to. I have a few things to call. Out. Maybe just call out, but I can't. Help it. So actually, so I, I was, I guess, a comedy film nerd, mm-hmm. uh, which, uh, by the way, my name is still spelled wrong. In your, in your, on in, which part? In your, in your, my name. It's you spelled my last name wrong. Uh, in, in the movie or in the uh, in the description, in the description and in the title of the show that's on iTunes. Oh, you mean the pod, oh. not in the movie? What's uh, what's it spelled? M E R E K. Oh yeah, There's that's wrong. There. Yeah. Okay, I'll tell Graham. He's in charge of spelling. Because <laughs> like, here's the thing: is now if I do a you search, Microsoft if I do a search my name in iTunes, it doesn't come up. Well, that makes it kind of more special. Then people yeah. have to do all the it's different spellings of your name, exactly, to it's actually a, find it's you. It's a surprise. Well, 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 I, wanted, I wanted to ask. So you say filmmakers? Say, where did I, where did I land? In You're there? a podcast guy. Podcast guy. Um, oh, people! I guess with interesting perspectives oh, okay. and podcasters. Ta-da. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just curious. I actually, technically, I did. I have made movies. You did. Uh, you yeah, made, yeah. Uh, you've been in production. I've mm-hmm. done. I've, I, I have a short film actually. Yes, yeah. about mm-hmm. wrestling. About wrestling that I did many years ago. Mm-hmm. Actually, features uh, WWF wrestlers. Yes, mm-hmm. it does. And it features a guy that's currently in NXT. Mm-hmm. So I, I am covering mm-hmm. the spectrum there. Um, <laughs> also. Uh, so you guys did a film uh, of something very dear to us, the mm-hmm. Batman v Superman spoiler. Oh, round. yes. <laughs> yes, we did indeed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. No, I listened to it. <laughs> yeah, I listened to it. Uh, and I, actually, I, you're, I'm glad I, you guys got it out when you did mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it. I, I am. I think I'm all think pieced out about Batman v Superman. I couldn't agree more. I can't talk about it anymore. <laughs> I, I don't know what else yeah. there is to be said. We did a regular episode of Spoiler App. There was articles about it on the site, mm-hmm. and we're, we're done. It's yeah. time to move on. It's time to move on. And heal. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of healing. A lot of healing. Uh, we, we do, though, because Jen pointed this out to me and today, and I, I have to take Graham to task because he thought that Themyscira was a – it's space because he thought Super Wonder Woman wasn't. He thought Wonder Woman was an alien. I had to set him straight right away. Yeah. I was like, I was like, hey, yeah, you better make sure you do that because people are not going to be happy. About no, it. no. <laughs> Twitter would explode. <laughs> Graham would be on the roof. Yeah, sword. Get rid of all the haters. Yeah. But, no, but it was good. It was a good episode. But you, that's why you should check out comedy films because they do do yes. spoiler apps. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And it says right in the title, spoiler app. Yeah, there is a. You'll know. You will absolutely know uh, special like alarms going off in the beginning. So, <laughs> literally no, it's alarms. fantastic. Yes, like, there are literal yeah. alarms. If you do not, if you do not know what you're getting into, but you should will, definitely listen to it. Yeah, you can't listen to it by mistake. Yes. Uh, so, but no, you should absolutely check out Comedy Film Nerds. It's fun. It's funny, uh, and always very illuminating. Yes, <laughs> yes. Very diverse guests. Good. Very just. It's, it's it's actually one of the. I I don't always tell people this. I'm just gonna I'm gonna be very honest here it's like i always tell people it's like you know if you want to listen to like a good podcast about what podcasting is all about you know and just not and not like you're talking about like public public radio or stuff like that comedy film nerds is like the example of that because oh, it's cool. you Thanks, Sean. and graham 
who are passionate about what you do mm-hmm. and uh, you know and, and but but you're also skilled enough to be you know your comedians and your filmmakers and you also know what kind of what your audience likes you know what your guests are all about you know like you bring that's one thing i've always told people it's like you guys it's not just like oh we're going to bring in a bunch of funny comedian people and talk about movies like you also get filmmakers you get people right. that have some sort mm-hmm. of Again, interesting perspective on mm-hmm. the shows. Yes. Or on, on the movies and what they watch. And you give them homework. You we do. <laughs> yeah, we totally do. This, this, is, this is the thing. It's like I, I have gone on my way to you know, get people on the show as yes. a part of the Network and tell people, hey, you should do the show. It's like, yeah. and I go, but you have to go see a movie. Right. And sometimes I'll get people, I'll, I'll be honest, I get people that push back and be like, well, what do I got to do here? It's like, just go see a movie. Yeah. Like, literally. Yeah. Go no, see. That's fun. Go. You don't you don't have to deliver a report. You know, you just you just see a movie. Go just see a movie. Just go watch a movie. I think, yeah. I think, in the I think one of my favorites was I was I think one of my first episodes I worked with you guys on mm. was uh with Todd Glass. And I remember just hearing oh the story God. about how because Todd Glass is Todd, you know, if yeah. you don't know Todd Todd's Glass, Todd. Yeah. Todd's Todd. And he's like, I had to go to the Grove and I had to do this. Yeah. And then this happened. Yeah. It's like it's like He was calling Graham to get the movie times for him. That's, like, like, what? Are, what are, Graham's like, what do you just go to a movie? What are you doing? He didn't want to mess it up. Yeah. It, it's, it's so, so, but, but, that, but that's the kind of community. It's a great community. Yeah. It's everything like that. So, so please, uh, for all the folks that are checking us out, please check. You know, please embrace comedy film nerds. You would not be absolutely. Um, so let's get into it. Uh, let's get into our book for a second book here. Uh, it is. Valor? Yes. I want to say Valor. <laughs> I want to say Valor. 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 I also wanted to call him Namor, but I know that is incorrect. He swims through space, that's all. <laughs> so, uh, Valor, number one. Right. From- now, uh, as oh. we start, I, I this was my favorite part of the book, was the beginning. Mm. Um, what does it say on the cover there? First explosive issue. Now, turn the page. What's the name of the um, issue? Endgame. <laughs> I just got it. I didn't even notice that. That is amazing. I often overlook the titles, but that is great. The, well, the, they're, a, they're just saying this is he, it, guys. Here, here's <laughs> this is the a, only book I got. Well, here, but but here's here's the uh, actually the, I think the reason because it's because so Valor number one comes hot off the heels off of the DC crossover for that mm-hmm. summer, the Eclipso Darkness Within mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. crossover, which. For fans of the show, people listen to the show. I am a huge Eclipso mark. Mm-hmm. I love Eclipso. I have. I, it's actually the other. Uh, I actually own all those issues of that of that run. <laughs> I, I bought all seventeen issues or eighteen issues, and uh, I am proud to say that I own all those mm-hmm. Eclipsos because Eclipso is awesome. And he and Valor played a part of that series about that. You get to hear about this and hear and everything. And uh, um, so it's the aftermath. So I think Endgame refers to kind of like, well, this is the Endgame of Valor and the Darkness Within, and then stuff goes happens mm-hmm. with that. You know, mm-hmm. hopefully we're we're phasing him out, and because they're trying to just kind of do like a phase in instead of just doing like a clean thing, you know, clean right. story, clean break, or whatever. But mm-hmm. they're phasing it in because as we can see, first page you open up and it says Endgame, and Valor is being ripped apart. By a number of Eclipsos. Yes. Right. And he kind of actually looks like this is... So, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Death Spa, which is a horror movie. Uh, there uh, is a moment in Death Spa where this guy gets killed by a 
what bicep machine? What is this? He's doing the pec deck. Yeah, so he's doing one of those, and it like breaks, and like all of his ribs shoot out of his thing. Oh my god! It's the most ridiculous movie I, it's, I recommend. Well, just just give too much credit. It's <laughs> just actually, it looks it's like, terrible. He he breaks his body and like. And that's what this looks like. Out. Yeah, right. and that's kind of what this looks like right here. I do like the one clip that was pulling out his hair. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah no, he All the other ones are breaking his joints, and one of them is pulling <laughs> out his hair. He's having a bad day. Yes, he is. Uh, so that's how that begins. So, so real quick, Valor, basically, so if you're not familiar with Valor, Valor is like Superboy light. Okay. You can't. Mm-hmm. So, so okay. I, actually, that's a question we, we don't have a chance to ask. Is like, what's kind of like your relationship? Do you have any relationship with Valor? I do not. Okay. No, I was... I was uh intrigued by the book because i was not familiar with the character so valor is basically he's a he's, he's comes from a planet daxum and he's mm-hmm. basically like superboy light he, mm-hmm. he kind of replaced superboy in like the legion of superheroes after superboy became a race and valor was basically he's known as you know his real name is mon l m-o-n dash e-l what's the relation between krypton and right it's and basically there. well here's the thing so he comes to a planet daxum where he is impervious to kryptonite mm-hmm. but he is uh lead will kill him Oh, okay. okay. So and are they like sister planets? Something to that effect. Mm-hmm. And he uh, has uh, basically all the same powers of Superboy and Superman. Uh, he's got super breath. He's super strong. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. his only difference is that he, you know, he's got big cape clasps, and but he's got short sleeves. He's pulling the Sipowitz for <laughs> yes. uh-huh. the Andy Sipowitz. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead of wearing the short shirt, uh, short sleeve shirt and tie, he's a short sleeve shirt and cape. Yes. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's more casual superhero. It's a very casual thing, and it's actually he has to find. A, a, I, I he finds a way to store his cape later, which is uh, oh, we got to awesome. talk about that. Oh, okay. Um, so anyway, so so this is what we're seeing in this first page is actually just. Uh, uh, just a, a dream or a vision he's having. Right. On the splash page. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then so we open it up. And since he went through that whole thing with Eclipso, he's kind of screwed up. I would say he has what, like a P, you know, he's just screwed up right now. He's he's messed up. So he's in therapy. Talking to a therapist <laughs> mm-hmm. who is showing him ink blots. Yes. Uh, I like, real quick. I like that the fact that this is the first issue of his book. Mm-hmm. And the first thing you're treated to is your superhero in therapy. Yeah, is yeah. is psychologically damaged. Yes. <laughs> so he's messed up and he's, you know, she's showing him ink blots and he's like, I guess it looks like a butterfly and she doesn't really believe him. Right. So she shows him another thing and it kind of reminds him of the moon base that he saw when he was on the moon with all the eclipsos and, right. and that sort of thing. So we get a little bit of how he was taken over by eclipso and Superman had to kick his ass. So right. he's no longer eclipso. <laughs> Um, so that's basically how that happened. Yeah. And but, we, we kind of get like a recap of the end of the yeah. Eclipso thing where basically he, uh, Bruce Gordon set off like this big sun bomb to right. kill Eclipso in his palace and he managed to save him. But, you know, Eclipso really messed up his mind and stuff. And, uh, oh, look, an ugly kid Joe ad. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. I was like, holy shit. I haven't thought about that. That's actually, a, there's, there's what some are they good jams today? on there. Yeah. Whatever happened to, yeah. Whatever, whatever happened to that? Are they still touring? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> State fairs and stuff. I have, I have, as a metal guy, well, the singer Whitfield Crane went on to record a song with Ice T and Lemmy for the Airhead soundtrack. Really? Oh, for, Shit. Well, yeah, it was back in 1994, so it wasn't right. that far right. after this. Um, and uh, he went on to do, uh, do a bunch of other bands, hmm. like another you know, band, band called Medication uh, in the late two, early 2000s, stuff like that. So hmm. he, you know, maybe he has a, another band now. He, maybe he's, maybe, maybe he is, yeah. uh, he is busy. Active in the L.A. scene. I don't know. It's possible. 
Um, so yeah, so she's like showing him all these ink blots, um, and he's telling her, "Oh, they look like you know flower or whatever," and she gets pissed. Right. Well, I'm just gonna walk out. <laughs> You're not gonna be she throws the ink blots yes. on the How floor. How dare you, patient? This is the best therapist. Yes. <laughs> now let me humiliate you by walking out. <laughs> uh, and so he picks one up and he says, "Father," and she's like, "What was that?" And he was like, "Oh, uh, it kind of reminds me of my dad." This looks like a dad. It looks like a actually like what it what reminds him of it, it reminds him of like what looks like to be a chess piece, a weird well, chess piece. To yeah. me, it looked like what you call zigzags or like oh those, yeah, those uh, Italian cookies that are shaped like an S. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I know what you're talking about. He's, he's like, hey, Italian Salerno. wedding cookies. Yeah, <laughs> the ones that oh shit, what's that brand? You can buy them. Salerno in the st- is that the brand? Salerno. You yeah. can like buy them in the store and they're in that package. And my grandmother loved these freaking cookies. It could my grandmother couldn't speak English, so she would always say zigzag because they were like mm-hmm. an S. <laughs> so you're right; it does look like that. I actually kind of want some Salerno cookies right now. Oh, I might have to buy some. <laughs> so um, anyway, so he's like, "Oh, it reminds me of this kind of like chess that we used to play, and then like my dad and I were playing this game." His dad and, comes home to play chess. He's like, "He's yeah, like, I guess I'm he gonna had, win." And he's like, "Later, son." Yeah, yeah. I know that <laughs> made such, no sense it to me. Doesn't. And what else is weird about this is that. Um, Why would you be threatened by your son beating you at chess? Well, that's what I don't get because he like he he's like my dad never came home very much. When he did, we'd play this game. He always beat me. Then finally, like I practiced and I got to the point where I was going to beat him. And then the minute I was going to beat him, he was like, "I gotta go." And you can see him yeah. like looking at his watch, and he leaves. We get to space watch. <laughs> space watch. And he leaves in the spaceship. Yeah, space time. And <laughs> he never sees his dad nope, again. And that's it. And I space the clock, son. I gotta leave. And it's so weird that. For me, that Valor still believes that the reason that his dad left is because he almost lost at yes. chess. Like, there's no way that is the actual reason, but he literally believes this. Yeah, he does. Still, to this day, he's like, it's because... You should my- have been proud of me, Dad. Yeah, I, was doing, I was playing chess well. He's like, if you come back, I'll lose. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> and I could see how a child would think that. Mm-hmm. But Valor- As an adult, you might think maybe there was something else exactly. going on. As an Guys. adult, you should probably think, oh, wait, that was probably page, not what the page is, What page is this? This one, eight. Okay, so eight pages in, brand new series, first book. He's already, uh, he's already, um, you know, being ripped apart on his first page. Uh-huh. He's in therapy, mm-hmm. and he and his dad and his dad left, and his dad leaves him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like a country song. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Dax on my country song. Um, so he was, he was. I think he says something like, "Oh, we can't really show emotion on my planet." Yeah. Um. And he was like, bluffing is everything in Paragon. That was the game. And he's like, my father taught me to hide my emotions. And his therapist is like, well, you know, this is kind of like a real life. It's it's not really a game. And he's like, whatever. And so he leaves. And then we find out that the therapist is working for Alexander Luther. Alexander Luther. Not Lex Luther. No. This is when he had like, there's a beard and there's red hair. Alexander Luther is the father, right? Well, in this one, I think he's the son. I don't, I don't know. remember. I think he's... We don't do research. So. <laughs> so he's, a, he's, a, he's a Lex Luthor from, from a different time. Oh, oh. he's from another timeline or another oh, Earth could be or another, something. Could be in a different Earth, parallel. Yeah, Multiverse like Earth. That. Yeah, yeah, it's I one of know, those. But, but this isn't the multiverse. This is the... Yeah, but I think didn't he come over or something? He came over Because there's like something. a thing with him and Supergirl, and they end up in like Legion together in a couple of uh, different books yeah. and whatever. Yeah, there's, there's like a Luther Supergirl So this is book. an alternate Luther for yeah. one, one reason or another. Right. He's a Luther that the, he's a Luther of the 90s. Right. Yeah. And he's got, he's got hair. He's, he's, got, he's, got, the, he's got, got the power. He's got the power ponytail. Yes. 
He's and, got a lot of hair. Oh, yeah. Hair. Tons. Yeah. So much. <laughs> and a beard. <laughs> uh, rocking the beard before it was he's, popular. It's a very hipster look. At that. <laughs> I mean, uh, he's hipster Luther. Yeah. And um, and so Luther's thinking, he's like, oh, my God. He, the, the ink blots were specifically designed to make him flashback to Eclipso. Um, but Luther's like, wow, he, he actually responded to, like, the genuine ink blot. Um, and I'm not, I have to go back to figure out exactly why they want him to do this. Oh, they like, have, why they're no fucking reason. with him. There's no, there is a reason. Because they want to, They're trying to pierce his defenses. I don't know why. I don't know, maybe, maybe they want him to fight Superman. I don't remember why. Or they actually. want the I read Eclipsos this morning, to control him again or something? Yeah, I think that might it, be it why. Doesn't, I don't, it doesn't well, really say. It not completely explain well, why, Luther, why alternate Luther wanted, uh, yeah, wanted to do this. Yeah, because I was like, I read this this morning and I still don't remember exactly why. Um... <laughs> So, anyway, so he's like, hey, here's the ship, whatever. And then we go back to, to Namor, and he's, like, in his house. He looks very Ben Affleck there <laughs> in those pictures. Kind of. And so he has the, the inkblot that kind of looks like the Lunar City. He looks older when he goes back to his house. Yeah, he does. And then we have this weird thing where he's, like, thinking about it. He's like, God, this, what does this inkblot look like to me? And then, like, Eclipso's face is, like, lined over his, and it says, like, Lunar City in his head. Or he says it out loud, I guess. And then he vomits. Oh, and then he vomits. That's right. Mm-hmm. He's like, Eclipso is still in me. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm going to throw him up out. Yeah. <laughs> Bulimia. <laughs> All right. So then he, he flies off, and he's like, I have to go find the Lunar City. So he, like, flies away, and he ends up. Well, he's also getting tracked by Luther. Yeah, he's getting tracked by Luther, but he ends up basically what looks like Stonehenge, but it's in the South American jungle. But it's yes. called Lunar City. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's so, in the South American jungle. Yes. Okay. Sure. And he, and he gets there and he sees... It's, it, but the actual Lunar City was on the moon. Yeah. So it got moved? Like it, London apparently Bridge? Apparently it's... Yeah, it got, it got moved. So when you go to the Lunar City on the moon, it says, hey, we moved to our yeah. new location <laughs> in South America yeah, oh, on man. Earth. I just wasted 600,000 miles. <laughs> so when he gets there, there's a bunch of Eclipsos there. Uh, and he's like, shit, what's going on? And uh, they find out that the Lunar City here has been built uh, by, be- Eclipso. by Eclipso because Eclipso wants to basically grab the moon and like pull it into the Earth. Yes. Right. And destroy it. With a yeah. city. With Yeah. <laughs> With this <laughs> Stonehenge city. <laughs> Um, you know what? For for Eclipso, sounds reasonable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's 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 really into like mischief. He's, I don't he's, know if he's, that's necessarily mischief. Well, that's what he's into. He's into murderous mischief. Is destroying the entire one of my favorite. One of my favorite murderous hijinks. <laughs> yeah, Can him and the fixer he's hang like, out. Him and the fixer, their buddies. You know, they do. They're like, hey, I got you. Got your hijinks in my mischief. You got my you know, whatever. So, They're actually, one of my favorite. Right? My favorite thing uh, because like Eclipso is just. Just weird as shit, and I love uh, reading his first, like his early uh, when he first debuted, because I have those on the in the the black and white form, mm-hmm. and it's one of these things where you know because basically the the premise behind Eclipso is that Bruce Gordon got sliced with this black diamond, and he the black diamond had the heart of darkness in it, and anytime there's an eclipse, but not just also my favorite part about it in the early days, not just the sun eclipse, but if like if you were to block out a piece of light. And, like, if somebody was that and there was an eclipse, like, you know, like, with your hand or, so, like, a piece of, like, circle, you know. So, he, so wait, if I was to tape, like, construction paper over all the lights in here, that counts? Yes. 
Seriously? Yeah. All right. He would turn into Eclipso, and so it would just he would just show oh, up. Okay. And so and he would just show up and things, and he would get his. You you would turn to Eclipso, go find his costume, and put it on, <laughs> and then like one of my favorite, I think my favorite, the first time he ever shows up in public as Eclipso, shows up and just walks up on stage during like a solar like presentation or something. It's just like, hey, who's this guy? And he's like, do 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 do. Ah, and he starts messing, like pulling things and ripping. Things. He's looking like an imp. Does he have his own form, or is it only take over someone else's? Body? He takes it. Usually, he just takes over. Well, in in the originally, he just takes over the body mm-hmm. of whoever it is. So he take over Bruce Gordon, and he would you know get pointy ears, look like Telly Zavalas for a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, with like a with like a do rag helmet, like a like a little uh, elf hat, and then uh, and then when the lights would. Uh, you know, do something when when, the, when somebody would shine light, like sunlight on him, he would become like back to normal. Mm. So, but then like he eventually be you know separated as a separate entity in these you know for the the crossover and stuff like that, which is why Bruce Gordon was opposing him directly and why everybody mm. had to fight him. Um, see, I've done a lot of research on the clip, so that's the only thing. <laughs> that's literally the only thing I've. I, I, I think I think you were the person I saw you a couple years a couple years ago. We were at some thing at IO West. And I was wearing my Doctor Fate shirt, and you're mm. like Doctor Fate or Red Tornado or something like. Mm-hmm. And like I was like, that's what I do. <laughs> that's what I do. I only go for the the, the third the the, the C, B C hero heroes mm-hmm. in the Marvel universe or right, the DC, DC universe. universe. Yep, so, that's yeah. true. So uh, Valor's like, all right, there's all these Clipsos. I'm gonna have to fight these guys. So this is where he decides to get rid of his cape. Mm. <laughs> So he has these like um I don't know giant cape clasps I don't even yes. know what they're called uh and he pushes them and his cape like retracts into oh them Oh my god and it's hilarious like that wouldn't even work if it was retracting <laughs> into both those clasps then it would be a shawl Yeah <laughs> yes. And then what if it's like it pulls up really quick and it like whacks him in the back yeah, of the neck? Yeah. Or, or it, it could strangle him. <laughs> like if it whips around it, it's insane. And, it's like, or maybe, hey, here's an idea. Don't have a cape. <laughs> Yeah, just don't don't wear no it. Capes. Yeah. Maybe maybe it splits in two. Like maybe it's like Velcro together in the middle, and then when it he hits it, it oh, just... it's because <laughs> that's yeah. the only thing that makes sense. Because if it's a cape, it's like wearing a shirt. It would like pull right. up just a little, and mm-hmm. that's it. It's not going to do anything. <laughs> but he he hits it, and his cape retracts, and he goes to town, starts fighting Eclipso, he fights yep. Eclipso, and he snaps well, thumbs. We, we, we really because he realizes that Eclipso is not these aren't like. The real people, people right. being possessed by Eclipse, because that's usually what Eclipse would do. Right. right. These, These are just like, like autom- automatons. Yeah. Or yeah. Whatever they call and so he's like, fuck it. I'll break through this. Yeah, right. No, and I so can... he does. Uh, he does. Yeah, he does. And he, he kills all of them. Mm-hmm. And then the actual Eclipso shows up. Um, And they fight, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they start fighting. And then um, this is actually my favorite part, because like Eclipso shows up and he looks at valor through the diamond and he like sends like darkness on well, it's him he's, he's shooting the black energy right and so it energy. like right, wraps around him so all you can see is his chin and he's just drawn in this way that he's just over it like yeah. <laughs> he's oh, just uh. he's like valor his face is just like whatever bro like he's so angry this is end game dude <laughs> he's like damn it i gotta stall for time mm-hmm. and then i guess a bunch of other eclipsos show up and uh he starts talking to eclipso he's like you've been in my head i've been in yours and he's like yeah well i know that you're mad at your father yeah <laughs> 
How Do dare you? you? He's like, and I know that once I trigger the anger uh, that you have towards your father, you're going to take this black diamond and you're going to lose your shit and basically do what I want you to yeah, do. Yeah, let me control fun. you again. Yes. You maybe just hit him with a bunch of zigzags. <laughs> <laughs> these are delicious I love these cookies. cookies. <laughs> it's like, anybody got coffee? <laughs> um, so then uh, he's like, oh, wait, the sun's coming up. Uh, you're not going to get me to work, you know, do anything with this diamond because I'm not that mad. Um, so he actually he chills out. He chills out, but he gives yeah. Eclipso the diamond back, which is very weird. He like throws it back to him. It's like, yep, won't well, affect me. Yeah. But yeah, but now he might give it to someone else. What like, are you doing? That's Maybe like you should the keep source it. of his power. What yeah. are you doing? Giving it back? Well, he's, got, he's, to got, him? he's got a lot of diamonds. Yeah, Eclipso <laughs> has a lot of diamonds. <laughs> All right, and it's not just the one. <laughs> it's, just a, it's not just the one. He's got like a million diamonds. Yes. Uh, so he's like, man, bluffing is everything in, in Paragon. And then father, you told me you'd leave the board set up. You said you'd be back. You never came back. And then he s- turns around and sees like what looks like a Paragon having a board. Vision. Yeah. And so he just breaks the shit out of all of them because yeah. he's so mad at his smash dad. The- yeah. Smash that game. <laughs> because his dad never came back mm-hmm. because he was, was going to win. Yeah. <laughs> Which I, st- I can't imagine this guy still can't figure this out. <laughs> He says, he literally says, but you lied, father. You're never coming back. The game is over and you should have been proud of me. Yeah. Like he's literally. <laughs> yep. What if his dad's like one of those guys who just goes around to different towns and like beds women and just yeah. like plays games <laughs> with his sons? Son, it was just a game. I... <laughs> and the, and the, he, so he goes around and he sleeps with all these women. He has a bunch of families. And the, the reason he stops visiting them is because the, his son finally gets to the point or daughter gets to the point that he can beat them at this game. Yeah. And that's, <laughs> that's the when trigger. He leaves. <laughs> and he's, he's like, like oh, about- sorry, I guess, I guess yeah. the marriage is over. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Got to move on. This is it's actually this is these are very. <laughs> yeah. These are very these are very good parenthood tips. Yeah. It's also in your book yeah. as well, where if yes. you play, play a game with your son to the point where yep. he can beat you. As soon as they can outsmart you, you have to leave. <laughs> you have to leave. <laughs> leave them in the middle of the game, too. <laughs> so they carry horrible feelings. Uh, so he trashes the basically he's trashing the paragon board but he's actually trashing the lunar city thing uh so then we go back to luther who apparently has had cameras on this whole thing i'm assuming drone cameras Mm. (laughs) because i don't know how we know he followed them he he borrowed them from the fixer yeah (laughs) he had had like a little thing follow him afterwards Mm -hmm. well that's what i mean like a drone camera but he gets like the best camera angles they all do because it's Mm -hmm. because again super villains have the best cameras they do inside of they should shoot movies they should (laughs) should. sitting in front of giant computers as they always do like who would be the best super villain director in your mind galactus yeah, because uh, he could have a camera anywhere. Oh yeah, and okay. then um, you know, Silver Surfer could hold the dolly. <laughs> <laughs> you, could, you could get all sorts of cool shots. The crane. <laughs> that was a very good answer, by the way. I was like, I was like, I was like, I was like, what's he, is he gonna think about? It? I was like, you, know, you had that loaded. I was, I was ready. ready to go. Nailed it. Um. So Luther's like, God damn it. So he's like, All right, fine. But first, I have to call in my friend Supergirl. And ask her to help this guy for his own good. Yes, of course. It's uh, always for his own good. And then it says, next, boy meets girl. Because, yeah, we see Supergirl, and she's like, I'm going to get him. Yeah. Yep. And so, this is back when Supergirl was actually not uh, Supergirl, per se, but just the Matrix blob shaped like Supergirl. Oh. Yeah, she, oh. she wasn't, wasn't really Kara or whatever. It was like when, that's why she's hanging out with Luther, because she's okay. really just a, a, like a pro, like a, like an, like a blob thing. Mm. Mm-hmm. Is she three D printed to look like <laughs> Supergirl? I think that was that. That was uh, the, that. Blobs were the nineties three D printer. <laughs> ah, nice. 
Now, how, how long did Valor run? Like, this probably ran, only ran, uh, see, this is 19- Two issues? No. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. The next issue yeah. was beginning game. Um, <laughs> no. Um, I think it only ran, let's see, well, Zero Hour came around in 94. So, and it ended just before Zero Hour because basically his fucking timeline got erased by that point. Mm. Uh, uh, probably maybe 20 issues. A couple mm. of like from around there, maybe, maybe probably around yeah, twenty something like yeah. that. I think I might collect more of those. Answering my own the, the question I was going to ask everybody here, but <laughs> yes, I would probably buy the next issue of this uh, book. It's going to be another one of those hunts I have. I'm currently doing that with Guy Gardner, a warrior. I'm kind of currently doing that with the Warlock and the Infinity Watch. So I might add Valor to that list. Okay. What about you? Uh, no, I would not read okay. this. Unless you make me read this. Uh, <laughs> you I, um, might show up on the show again. I definitely would because there's a lot of unanswered questions. Oh. Like, how does the cape mechanism work? <laughs> <laughs> um, and will his father come back? And will his father come back? Will and he finally learn it wasn't will, about the game? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and I want to see how, how Blob Supergirl reacts to everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. yes. Blob Supergirl, I like that. Well... That's it. That's it for this week's show. And that is, I'm sorry, that's it for uh, Valor number one from November 1992. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's it for this week's show. Thank you, Chris, for being here. Yes, oh, thank it was great. You so much. Thanks for having me. Let's uh, plug the Kickstarter one more time. Absolutely. It's long ago and far away on Kickstarter. It is a uh, minimum of 140 page graphic novel. There are some great rewards. It's going to be really cool. And it's not like an issue one or a a first parter. It's the whole story. It's beginning, middle, and end, and that's why the goal is a little higher. We wanted to give everyone the whole story at, mm-hmm. at one time. So, and uh, we could really use your help on it. You could buy the book. You could pre-order it. There's uh, some great comedy film nerds tiers, and also, if you can't afford it, you know, just five bucks, you get like wallpaper for your devices or your computers. So even that really <laughs> helps. Mm-hmm. So uh, thanks a lot, and you got till May second. Cool. Yeah, so get on it, folks. Go to Kickstarter and check out uh, Long Ago and Far Away. Yeah. And uh, help out Chris. Let's make this reality. Absolutely. Uh, and thank you again for coming on the show. Comedyfilmnerds.com. Yes, uh, comedyfilmnerds.com yes, and a Twitter, Comedy Film Nerds. And my personal Twitter is Chris J. Mancini. And check it out. Uh, and I'm on Twitter, Angry Hero Sean, S H A W N. Instagram as well, the Tumblr, theangryhero.tumblr.com. And I'm at Jen Stansfield on Twitter and Instagram, jenstansfield.tumblr.com, and jenstansfield.wordpress.com, where I still continue to review Gotham. I am the Gilmore Girls. <laughs> yeah, she's watching Gotham. Uh, we, still we, we, doing it. Wow. I'm still doing it. It's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> so I, that's it. Wow. Donald Logue is the only best good. of luck on that. Yeah, thank you. No, Donald Logue really is the best part of the entire show because he is amazing. I bailed after the end of season one. I'm like, oh, I'm done. No, that that was the smart move. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so that's it for this week's show, and uh, also sideshownetwork.tv. Thank you, Sideshow Network. Go to sideshownetwork.tv for all the great shows here. Gilbert Gottfried, Eliza Schlesinger, uh, Adam Ray, Brad Williams are all on our network mm-hmm. along with ourselves, and uh, you can check them out there. So, and uh, please go to iTunes. Review, rate, subscribe, tell a friend. Uh, If you like the show, give us five stars if you think we deserve it. So uh, that's it for this week, and we'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. Bye.